0: Welcome in to Family Devotions with Religionless Christianity. We're so grateful that you're here. We're happy that you're joining us as we continue our walk through the book of Genesis, today discussing Genesis 8. Genesis 8 explains to us the aftermath of the flood. We see that God has closed up the fountains of the deep. He's closed up the floodgates of heaven and sent a wind over the earth to dry up the water. Here again, we see God's mighty hand at work closing what only he could close and moving on nature in the way only he can. We see Noah's ark coming to rest on the mountains of Ararat and Noah sending out a dove to see if the waters had receded from the land, that it would be safe for him and his family after nearly a year to exit the ark. Then, just as God had commanded Noah to enter the ark, God now commands Noah, his family, To exit and bring out with them all the creatures so that they can once again be fruitful and multiply. Then we read of the blessed Noahic covenant where God declares that He will never again strike down every living thing, even though the intent of man's heart is evil from his youth. We are here today because of this covenant that we read in Genesis 8. But what I want to focus on today is verse 20. It reads, Then Noah built an altar to Yahweh and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Think of how incredible this is. My, we have so much to learn from Noah's life and faith. Matthew Henry notes that up to this point, God had decreed everything that Noah was to do. But here at the altar, Noah was acting of his own faith. After nearly a year in the ark, everything and every one that Noah knew has just been destroyed, and the first act that Noah can think of to do is build an altar and offer a burnt sacrifice to God. Consider how your faith has held when life has been hard or unfair, disappointing, or you suffered great loss or great sadness. Is your first thought to praise God? To thank him for his goodness and steadfast love? Do you praise him because he's worthy to be praised? Because we should. Job, a man who suffered great sadness and loss, says of God in Job chapter 13 verse 15, Though he slay me, yet I will hope in him. That is a beautiful passage, but one we can't hope to say if we haven't been praying that God would cause us to love him regardless of the situations we find ourselves in. So, will you allow the circumstances of your life to change the way you view and worship God? Or, like Job and Noah, will you praise God despite the circumstances? Will you hope in Him despite the circumstances?
1: That's true. We don't read of God instructing Noah to do something specifically the moment he walks out of the ark. We certainly can learn from this passage on what is right to do in the midst of something tragic. Can you try to imagine what was going on in their minds while on the ark and realizing everyone they knew is perishing under the wrath of God? How sad, but how grateful uh, they felt all at once. This makes me think of how it will be in the day of judgment when we meet Jesus in the air, but the wrath of God is poured out on all who never obeyed God in repenting from their sin and looking to Christ for salvation. We likely won't be feeling as Noah felt because we will be in the presence of our Savior, hidden in Him, not just hidden in an ark. I don't think we'll, we'll be filled with sorrow, because in his presence is fullness of joy. We will understand the righteous judgment of God more clearly. We will be like Noah in that the first thing he desired to do was to praise God. But we don't have to wait until we see him to give him the praise that is due his name. He is worthy of our praise every moment.
0: And I'll end today praying from Psalm 91 from our Scottish Psalter of 1595. Eternal God, who makest all things to turn for the best to them that love thee, and who preservest and keepest all those who commit themselves to thy protection, grant us of thy bountiful grace that we may continually call upon thee with our whole hearts, that being delivered from all dangers, we may in the end enjoy that salvation which is acquired for us by Jesus Christ, thine only Son, our Savior. Amen.